This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Monday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake Meyer is the co-host of the product. He produces the product as well. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios. Thanks for being with us. We're sad, a little bit deflated. Um, man, you know, all the words, all the words, uh, disappointed, frustrated, Jake, um, let down, um, give it, you know, they kind of gave it away. Yeah. Um, not just the game, but you know, an opportunity on a national stage to make a statement and get people to like, maybe start to believe, oh, they're like, kind of like the Titans or they're kind of like the, you know, like. Just believe in what the Broncos are doing. Care about the Broncos, you know, rather than um, be kind of laughing stocks a little bit. Um, a loss like that to the whole world lets you know who and what your offense really is. Ooh, and you it know, bad. it sucked, Jake. But uh, the truth is, that's kind of that. That's who and where we're at as compared to that team. Like the number, like the 22 to nine, it's really true to me, like tells you, uh, you know, if 22 is the, uh, is the top of the, you know, the, the mountain, the, the Broncos are like a nine, they're halfway there. They're, they're barely halfway there uh, uh, on this journey to whatever promised land winning a championship is. Yeah. Okay. Right. You feel yeah. me? I, I see where you're going. So, um, did they were that were they in the game? Most definitely were in the game. Did the defense play out of their minds? I thought so. But also, two things happened. The Chiefs are a little off right now, and I think the Broncos helped keep them off. But also, you got a Chiefs, you know, team that's offense is just down right now. They're like a poop. They're a poop offense right now. I'm well, not sure what's going on with the Chiefs compared to what they have been. They're a of poop course, offense. yes. I mean, they they're still. You know, finding ways to win games. They're still probably averaging above 25 points per game. Um, so it's not like they're uh, a bottom offense in the NFL. But they are struggling with turnovers. They are struggling with, um, you know, covering the spread, which they covered this week. I think Patrick Mahomes is going through some serious confidence stuff. We could talk about that in a little bit. Let's talk about the game and the Broncos lost. Then we'll talk about the Chiefs a little bit. We'll talk about what happened around the rest of the league. It was another wild weekend as these like the playoff races are, are tightening up. Um, the Broncos, you know, miss a really, really tremendous opportunity to, again, you know, if they played a hundred times, the Broncos probably only win, you know, 15 or 17 of those games, you know, maybe two out of 10. If this team played 10 times, the Broncos maybe meet, find a way to beat them two, two, two out of, or th- maybe three, keep with the third, uh, one game real close, come down to a, some, you know, one final play or a kick. But too many big plays that didn't go the Broncos' way no, with the uh, with the no interceptions. Not nope. talking about with the interceptions and the 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 muffed punt. That's a big play. You know, that's a huge play, and it didn't go the Broncos' way, and that changed the entire outlook of the game. To beat the Chiefs, you have to play a really clean game. Not perfect in terms of throwing the ball for four hundred yards and scoring thirty plus points. But perfect when it comes to mistakes, mistake-free, no penalties, and definitely not two interceptions. Javante coughed it up, but got the found the way to um, keep the ball, and then the special teams turnover is just the backbreaker. Yeah, it's just truly like the backbreaker in an otherwise 
worthy performance in an otherwise coordinated game that was um, that, you know, the Broncos kind of forced the Chiefs into their style of play. But a couple few key things that went down. The 20-play drive that got you no oh. points. That's the game, ball game. Because, Jake, not only did yep. you really, to beat the Chiefs, you needed seven on that drive. You go into ha- halftime, 10 to 10, and you're like, oh, shit, look, you know, look, what do we have here? Yeah. Okay? But at the very well, at the at the bare minimum, I mean, may- maybe the things, what, what I'm saying, don't go together. Like, you got to have the seven, but also you, you got to, you can't not, you can't have come up with zero. The three points, Jake, Makes it 10 to 6. And the third quarter of that game, only three points were scored, and those were by the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case and you have the six points, it's 13 to 6. And you go into the fourth quarter with a one touchdown game instead of a instead of a 10-point gap, a two-score gap that really went to a three-score, 16 um point, you know, two two scores and two two-point conversions. Turned real quick. It turned really, really quick. And the rest is history. The Chiefs just had to kind of hang on then at that point. You're right. Yeah, and I don't hate Vic's decision to go for it there. I mean, you know, you definitely want to get the points. But like you said, if you go tie that ball game up, you're going into the rest of the game feeling yourself and, and you're, you're, your confidence is, is back uh, after a rough first quarter. Like you said on the radio show, you take the Chiefs' best punch and then you match it and you tie the ball game up and have a, a really good opportunity. But the offensive line for most of that game, and even in, the, in, in that first half as well, they weren't doing well. They were getting dominated by that Chiefs defensive front. And Javante Williams was simply getting yards after contact. And so yeah. I, w- I would have rather seen a the, pass play instead of handing the ball to Javante on that fourth down. I think it, they, they were uh, frantic. The play didn't go down um, all in one cohesive um, we know what we're going to do and we're confident about it. And then we're just going to go, but race that hike and execute it. They were frantic and it cost them. And the chiefs were more ready than they were. And you mm-hmm. have to come downhill and run at them and explode into them. You can't have them coming at you. Um, one step slow. And that was what happened in particular on that play. And that was the difference in the whole game. The Broncos too have been down 10 to zero after the first quarter. And then come back and get three points and then get their defense tuned up a little bit, Jake. Mm-hmm. That was um, that was the Broncos withstanding a knockout, potential knockout blow from the Chiefs. Okay? Because if the Chiefs find another couple scores, they're another score, they're up 17-0, to zero, then this thing is over. over. But the Broncos found three points themselves, played some good defense, went on the long drive that felt like it took the whole quarter, it came up empty. That was the ball game. Vic's right. You have to score touchdowns and not field goals to beat them. But also, you have to have enough points in order to hang around in the game to beat them. Those mm-hmm. three points they didn't have cost them being down 13-6 to six going into the fourth quarter when at that point anything can happen. Yeah. Ball game. Yeah. Ball game. It, it really did change right there at that moment um, for the entire shape of the game. It That moment was the Broncos' chance to really, you know, show the Chiefs what they had and, you know, show the nation what they had. And it, and they shot themselves in the foot, and it didn't work out. And that's why they lost the game. That's a big reason why they lost the game. Not the only reason, no, but a big reason. Teddy threw the ball 40 times. Inside the numbers a little bit. 
Chetty threw the ball 40 times. Always a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Javante ran the ball 23 times for 106 yards. If he's breaking off five yards a chunk, keep giving him the fucking ball. Yeah. I don't care if they see it coming. They can't stop it. And you can't throw interceptions running the ball, according to my football research, okay? So... And Mike the Boone. balance had to be somewhere around 50-50. And Mike Boone, who I didn't even think really existed, like <laughs> I said, I thought he was like just um, some you know uh, access to a money laundering scheme. I didn't think he really. I've never seen him in person before. I thought he was a hologram. Right. You know he he didn't look bad either. He he was had he had some angry runs. You know he was trying to you know bite off a little bit. How maybe could he more not? He He's chew. never we never seen the guys. This Fresh. Is a, and the only opportunity the guys ever really had to to be showcased, other than maybe one other game that I could remember. But um, it sucked. It's disappointing. Nobody's surprised. No. <laughs> I mean, a few of us built, you know, there's people around town who kind of built this game up um, in terms of the significance of it. And it was. But we maybe built the Broncos up and ourselves up too much in the process. Um. <sighs> And it leaves you wondering what's next. We got the Bengals and we got the Lions. If they win two games, Jake, they'll be eight and six, and we'll talk about them as a playoff team again, and they'll be right there again. That's just the truth. Yeah. Will they win both of these games? Probably not. I bet the Bengals probably find a way to get right against the Broncos, and the Broncos beat the Lions. And what are they? They're seven and seven at that point. Like they've been all season, you know? It's just who and what they are. I'll tell you, man, there's a lot worse out there. There's a lot of teams getting their asses kicked every week, like the Texans. Oof. Jaguars get stomped every single week. The Dolphins are finally getting some footing, but are still had a horrible season. Um, the Vikings, I mean, there's a lot of the quarterback play, all that kind of stuff, the expectation level to go out there and spend that much money on players and a quarterback and then to still not be better than the Broncos. That's got to feel like shit, too. Definitely. So no moral victories. The Broncos didn't get a 40-burger put up on them like uh, the Raiders got on them by the Chiefs. There's something to say about that, whether, you know, whatever you may say about it. And we got to move on. We got to move forward. But in the meantime, to ease your pain, DraftKings has something really cool for you guys. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL and partner of this podcast here. Check this out. New customers who bet $1 in any team to score can win $100 in free bets. Boom. That's simple. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can get this in on uh, the action with the same game parlays that very few people and places do. Combine multiple bets from a same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Safe, secure, reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. It's a freebie here, guys. Promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling prompt call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, so what else, Jake? I mean, uh, transition from the Broncos to Broncos um, relevant stuff that happened the rest of the NFL weekend. What else? Um, Chargers? 
Chargers, yes. The Chargers got the victory, so they're still right behind the Chiefs, and they're still, they've still got plenty to play for for the rest of the season. And that's not to say the Broncos don't have anything to play for. They're still you know, in the race. They're not mathematically out of it. Back again. Just like they, caught, they brought us back and put themselves in position to make the playoffs. Right. Had to beat the Bengals, had to beat the Lions. We're 8-6, and six, and then we're maybe you know, singing a different tune. Right. So now, um, you know, I think the Broncos, they've done it all season long. They've built us up, built us up, built us up, and then fall flat on their face when opportunity presents itself to really uh, catapult themselves into that next tier. But the Chargers still have that opportunity. Justin Herbert looked great. They put up another 40-burger on the Bengals, which is a good defense. They just did that to the Steelers two weeks ago. And, you know, maybe it was a... uh, uh, just because the, it was a divisional game against the Broncos and they slipped up, it was on the road. Justin Herbert was running for his life, and they could just couldn't put it well, together. It's the what separates the great players and the great teams from just the average ones to then the shit ones is the consistency. Teddy and the Broncos have shown they can come out and perform about half of the time. Mm-hmm. That's why they've won about half of their games. The great teams who win most of their games – the consistency from the quarterback play at an elite level to the offensive line play to the coaching. The coaching up and then the um, trust and um, the, 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 the calling of the plays, but then the trust in the plays and then the execution of the plays, all those things. The yeah. consistency is like a cog. It's one big machine working together, you know what I mean? To win one NFL game, all the things, all the coaches, all the players, all that they have, they have to happen, it's hard, man. Um, and then the teams who can't put any of that stuff together and don't have any of the talent and maybe will flash every four weeks with one kind of, you know, W. I mean, look at the Lions, man. I mean, this is how hard it is to win games. So the truth is Teddy's a good player. He's not a great player. The Broncos are a good team. They're not a great team. You know, they're not a shit team either. You know, they're a good yeah. young team. Um, damn, it's just like if you looked at the game itself – Mahomes, Jake, 15 for 29 for 184 yards and a pick. Maybe one of the worst performances ever in his career. That might be the worst statistical performance in his NFL career. Yeah. Okay? It might be. Kelsey, three catches, 27 yards. Tyreek Hill, two catches, 22 yards. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 15 rushes for 50 yards. They can do. I mean, like, I don't even know how they did it other than um, – Making the Broncos beat themselves, uh, being professional and doing your job enough to where you're going to churn out 22 points in what is otherwise one of your worst efforts. Yeah. I mean, th- that's that's a bad game for the Chiefs. That's as bad as it's going to get collectively when it comes to generating of points um, at 22 points. That's about rock bottom for them. Yeah. Okay. So they played like shit. Okay, so there's two ways to look at it. The Broncos helped make them play like shit, or they just kind of played like shit, and the Broncos still weren't good enough to hang around with these guys. Two trains of thought. We had Terry from Cali call the show today, and he said, guys, don't play that game. 22 to 9 ain't close. They weren't really close. The Chiefs played like crap. Their offense, they couldn't hit anything, which is true. Big time. So they they got issues. Bunch of drops. You know, maybe talk about the Chiefs for just a minute or two. Mahomes is going through some big-time confidence issues, I believe, Jake, that otherwise would put him, any other team, any other circumstance, any other coach, any other environment, he might come crashing back down to Mm. earth. Yeah. 
You know, if he was, you know, if he didn't have so much star power around him, if he didn't have Andy Reid, one of the greatest coaches of all time, to keep him calm and to keep him uh, even kill, even kill. Uh, to make easy plays, run the offense. Right. He's struggling doing that. Yeah, I mean. You know, the sidearm shit he does, which like, I saw like five, <laughs> even Collinsworth goes, hey, not a lot of bad things to say about this guy. But I don't think he needs to be throwing the ball three-quarter arm, freaking Dennis Eckersley. It worked for him in the past, and it's not working for him anymore. And I think that maybe you're right. It's throwing him off a little bit. He's not used to having this many interceptions. Big-time confidence issues. He's not used to you know having uh, his receivers drop balls like this either. You know, it, it's a conglomeration of a lot of different factors. But I think you're right. Mahomes and the Chiefs' offense is is starting to reel a little bit. Well, but yet they're still they winning right? games. I think they're the best team in the AFC. You might believe the Patriots are, and that'd be okay. I want to believe the Bills will come back because I kind of like the Bills. But I think right now the Chiefs, with their defense and the capabilities of their offense, is the best team in the AFC right now. But also, the NFC's better. Bucks will beat the you know the Bucks are uh, uh, Green Bay, the Rams. Those teams are back. Those are three great teams. I think better. Those three teams I think are better than any of the AFC teams right now. No doubt about it. I'm with you there. All three. The are NFC, better than any three of the best AFC teams. NFC is a lot stronger than the AFC right and now. And Arizona. Fuck. Come on. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. Arizona Damn. is one of the most me? the consistent teams in the entire league. And even without Kyler Murray, they still got the job done. But going back to this Broncos-Chiefs game and the, the question you just asked or, yeah. or the, the topic, you said that you know maybe the Broncos didn't really do much and it was just the Chiefs not, met, not really – on their on their best stuff, do you think it was more the Broncos' defense giving them problems, or was it just their own mistakes shooting themselves in the foot? I think Vic Fangio's an incredible defensive mind. Andy Reid called him a defensive genius this week during their uh, you know lead up um, press conferences. High praise. It's high praise. Um, but I also think that they're down, and Fangio helped keep them down. They're down, and Fangio helped keep them down with, um, you know, his coordination and play calling on the defense. They did a good job. You could see it, you know? But also, Chiefs are playing like shit right now. Mm -hmm. You could just see it and feel it. They're not right. But also, someone's like, they're so talented that there's about five or six times in that game where it was just like Mahomes had to just deliver the ball down the field to a wide-open Kelsey. Yeah. And it was the difference. About five or six of those were the difference. The turnover, uh, Teddy's pick six was the ultimate difference in the game that broke your back. And the Javante, the um, uh, Spencer um, muff fumble, five, you know, there's five plays in an NFL game, Jake, five or six plays that determine an entire outcoming of a game. And I don't just mean the close games. I mean all the games, even the blowout games. It's one or two plays or moments where it got away from you and were ultimately the difference in those games. The Broncos don't win those plays. The Broncos are never winners of the big plays in big games. That's why they lose the games. Good enough to hang in there, hang around, all that kind of stuff. But I think the Broncos are 22-9 to as good as the Chiefs. Yeah. That's what I think. That's the truth. And, like, that's it, man. It's kind of all we got. I think, um, you know, what else? You got anything else you want to say about it? Um, all I want to say is the Broncos are going to keep doing it to us. They're going to get your hopes up and think that you're back in it. And once that moment comes, the big moment comes, they're going to break your heart. 
I'm going to sign off by saying this because I don't want to leave people hopeless. We're not a hopeless podcast. We don't go down like that. We don't just trash the Broncos and high five after and we're like, yeah. <laughs> and we don't this leave. Team sucks. Yeah, and we yeah, don't always think like trying to make you believe something that isn't true. Like this team's got it going on because they don't. But keep in mind for anyone who's angry and mad or frustrated and thinks there's no hope. They offered the number nine overall pick, and I'm not sure what else for Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford wouldn't go to the Rams. And why wouldn't he? You know, I bet you he thought long and hard about it, and I bet he had some say in it. But he went to the Rams, and who the fuck wouldn't? Come on, give me a break. Then, on draft night, they were hot on Aaron Rodgers to where Mike Schlereth is telling everyone this deal's about to get done. Everyone's, you know, left holding <laughs> their wieners. But I think there was, not only was there smoke, I think it got hot. There was some fire there, Jake. And they got this close, and they got cold feet. Green Bay got cold feet. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. got cold feet. Someone did. Some first-degree burns. Whatever. That's just what we know of. That's just what we know. We don't know what else might have went down that George Payton tried to put together, but we do know that he landed um, Teddy Bridgewater, and the Panthers are paying for it, literally paying every penny of it. It's a good deal. So don't be hopeless. Don't act like this team um, thought that Teddy was going to lead them anywhere other than back to respectability, which he has. Teddy's brought them back to respectability. Okay? And I'm going to leave it like that. That's it. That's all we got. Tomorrow's podcast will be good as well. We're kind of, we're frustrated. We're angry. We're a little bit upset. We're, you know, kind of pissed. We'll be over it tomorrow. We'll feel better about it tomorrow. And we'll see if the Broncos win two games. If not, we're talking draft. We're talking Matt Corral. <laughs> we're talking uh, Pickett from Pitt. Ooh. Ooh, we both like Ooh. a lot. Um, and that's it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for being with us. Listen to the radio show at Mile High Sports Radio. It's 98.1 FM here in town. But you can watch the show at MileHighSports.com at 9 a.m. here at Mountain Time. Um, also, this podcast, you just find it anywhere in the world. Podcasts can be found, whether you found it at um, Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Podcast. um, MileHighSports.com, the Mile High Sports app. Thanks for being with us, guys. We really appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.